<laughs> Hello. Welcome to the You're Wondering Now podcast. This is part one of part two, which is no, this is part two, two part, part one, one, Will. This is part, this is part two, is part this one. Part, part two, part one of a one part, two part episode. Yes. And so this is the second part. This is the first part of the second part, which is a second yeah. part of the first part of songs that stop us in our tracks. And this mm. time it is Mr. Drell's turn. I'm going to yeah. semi-thoroughly go through his list to the best of my arsedness. I think we uh, did a good job the first time round. I think you. you did a good job the first time round. You reckon? It was all right. Yeah. I mean, what immediately off the bat, we've got a very rich myriad of tunes and for those of you that don't know what it means and for those of you that don't know please tell me because i don't know what it means either (laughs) it's a cheeky Uh, variety i think like a box of celebrations or something full of bounties i love bounties (laughs) Um, so i mean i could start with a joke this time if you want or we could just get straight into it no 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 please will start with the joke please really then okay let me no. Let me find a Do you good never have a joke. joke to hand? You always just wait you're always looking flipping through the joke book of jokes you've okay. written. Um there you go. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? <laughs> Why, Will? Because it happened over two hundred and fifty million years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking dumb. <laughs> that's the dumbest one. It's also <laughs> a fact. It is a fact. I those are the best jokes, right, aren't they? Then. <laughs> Hang on, I've got an I've got another one. Uh did you hear about the fire at the campsite the other day? I didn't. The fire was intense. Mm. <laughs> oh, wow. Double whammy. <laughs> Could you go, is there a third? Do we have a third? Uh, f- oh, at the risk of repeating myself. Yeah. I don't think I will, but we could, we could put in a little Stevie Wonder. Okay, okay. What's what, what's what's Stevie wondering now? Uh, you're wondering now what Stevie yeah. Wonder is wondering. <laughs> and what is he wondering? Stevie Wonder is wondering. Do you think Bush did nine eleven? No, we can't. Do that. <laughs> Steve- <laughs> Stevie is wondering. I'll be serious this time. Stevie is wondering. <laughs> What, what your favourite bottled water company is? Oh, oh, um, uh, I actually have an answer for this, and my favourite is is probably Evian. Fiji? No, I don't even. Do you know what Fiji? I think is a bit overrated. I would rather have Smart Water than Fiji. It's not bloody worked with you, then, has it? Sorry, but I like Fiji, <laughs> but not as much. There's Evian or even Highland Spring when it, you know, Wimbledon season. I yeah. love a Highland Spring when I'm playing tennis with Highland Spring. You know, just You're playing tennis Highland with Sp- a bottle of water. <laughs> I've, well, I've got the Highland Spring towel as well. Okay. So hey, did you know sort of, that um, right. last year Robinson's ended their 89 year relationship with no. Wimbledon? Did you know no. that? Fuck, uh, I didn't what? know that. <laughs> The breakup in the relationship was described as cordial. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Oh dear! Let's get oh on dear. with the podcast. Okay, <laughs> like... so 
I've got a lot of questions, but I'm going to leave it up to you. Is there anywhere that you particularly want to start? Oh, and just full disclosure, this playlist will also be linked. Um, yeah, well, I'll... I'll uh, how will we put it out? Do you want to just put it out at the same time? We can do it at the post, can't we? Well, yeah, that's 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 yeah. latest issue. So, I mean, right. how about we start at the start and then move on? Okay, let's do that. So you... You've got I'm Not In Love by 10CC, which is a great song, Mad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like that was like kind of cheating. And I wanted to try and make this list a bit, I don't know, not obvious. But that like I'm Not In Love is sort of doing, it's the only song I've ever heard like it in my life. Sort of, mm-hmm. you know, just the, the the way it's made with all the voices and stuff and there's like a documentary about that whole album like the original soundtrack that is like it's mind-blowing to me how they were doing that on every drug ever made oh and isn't isn't there something about the lack of instruments that they've used like they use their voices as instruments on this album yeah i love it i love it it's it's so creative and i don't know that's the sort of thing that it doesn't have to be you know we talked about it a lot with your list that it doesn't really have to be that complicated but like this is like the most like i don't know interesting way of sort of trying to innovate just by making voice every sort of the placeholder of every other instrument that you'd expect to be there i think you're right it sounds like innovation rather than complication i think with a project like this you could easily try too hard but i think they found the balance and another thing i wanted to add is is there a particular reason why you put this down first or was it just a starter? Uh, there was a reason and it's because um, when I do karaoke, <laughs> it's at the top of the list because the band the band is just at the top of every list. Okay. So I'm not in love. It's always <laughs> like, the first, you always see that first. You're like, oh, I've got to do that. And like, yeah. So that's my go-to. And the lyrics I, are I... really... You know, usual love songs. It's, this is like, this guy is a piece of shit really mm. and just you know, I, disregarding his partner it's great i think he sings it from the heart as well i think there's a lot of mm. i don't know what the correct word is because i think when you listen to it you feel a bit of pain in his voice but then you realize oh wait he's not in pain he's just being a bit of a knob yeah but uh, I, it's just like still grossly like insecure though yeah i don't know there's something like slightly haunting about the song but it like yeah it's really, it's just really good. Well, I don't know. <laughs> fair I don't know enough. Uh, it's really good. I, I no no one can complain with that. No, I, I well they probably could. People love to complain. They do, but they just don't don't waste my time. <laughs> I've never complained. Um, one song that I was most interested in because of the fact that it's a cover. And uh-huh. not an original yeah. is "Across the Universe" by Fiona Apple, and any self-respecting human on this planet will know that "Across the Universe" is an Elton John, not an Elton John. <laughs> any self, <laughs> any self-respecting man on this universe will know that it's we'll not that an Elton up. John song. It's not. Uh, it's a John it's Lennon original, which featured on mm. "Let It Be," the last Beatles album. So, but why the Fiona Apple version, and why this song? Um, well, much like your opinion about that Dylan cover being, you know, better than the original, I think that this is a more 
somehow a, a more emotive version of the song and it so that's quite bold to say because across the universe is like bold. one of Beatles best I and it's it's my favorite Beatles song as well but I I like the film Pleasantville a lot which had Toby Maguire in it and someone else whose name I've forgotten and the guy in that one show <laughs> but like the film's really like earnest and heartfelt and sort of nostalgic and the song uh, oh and the soundtrack is like sort of composed by Randy Newman who does all like the is it the Pixar films like Toy Story oh, and stuff uh, like Bugs Life yeah um, did, Randy Newman's his own thing think. yeah yeah but like yeah I don't know episode. there's just something so there's something so like touching about the song in general but also Fiona Apple's sort of really soft uh, but very like powerful crew yeah I think I wanted to ask about that. It is, it's a lot softer hmm. than the Beatles version, and I, I kind of, I can see exactly what you're saying and why. Like, I'm drawn to that version of that song because it's just so soft. Yeah, which is very a dreamy. Because across the universe is meant to be dreamy anyway, but she brings it to another level. Yeah. Something about the delivery. I don't know. Just like some very whimsical, like I, I, I'm not sure what specifically the quality is. That's what, but it is like, a like just, it takes it a little bit further into that sort of just like hypnotic, very floaty space. That just is, I, I love it. Love when it comes on. It's in every playlist I've made pretty much as well. Like, I can't, I can't escape it. Uh, I think another song on this list, which didn't surprise me because I'm very aware, uh, aware that this is, you know, a very a personal preference and the whole point of it is why it stops. You know, I think maybe this is why mm. I'm most interested because it doesn't have that influence for me at all, is Come As You Are. Oh, yeah. yeah i'm like um, really interested to know about just why and how yeah well see so what did face i'm not really the biggest nirvana fan uh like i don't know about you i know you like foo fighters right i quite like nirvana i'm a big you like nirvana punky. a lot yeah <clears throat> and i don't know I I was thinking about this on, on I was on like about four buses yesterday and I was thinking why did I put Nirvana specifically and but Come As You Are is like almost weirdly the perfect pop song and it's not but it's like but gr but it's grunge and it's got this like edge and obviously the lyrics are dialed up but really it's just like it, it's so I don't know it just it's so well crafted it's really complete it's a very complete song if that makes sense like it's just do you i don't know think it's a complete song even with the knowledge that he basically nabbed the main riff from killing joke well it must have been good enough to steal is what i'd say and you know we have stolen the, the podcast format and some ideas on purpose <laughs> i think what do you mean this knew... is original Completely, completely original. I, uh, yeah. Do you know but, what though? The riff is so good. The, the I agree that so that riff 
it's very unique that riff the the riff and the opening riff in particular yeah just um, it's isolated at the beginning yeah and is that what immediately draws you in or is yeah is, is that just it's, like a nice little segue no into it's a draw that's that... a draw in it's got that quality of like i know exactly what song this is in the beginning and not, not every song needs that or benefits from it but like come as you are specifically is such like a trademark i mean i feel like a lot of songs on nevermind have that element but this song i prefer to like you know the other ones <laughs> uh forgot what it's I, called now i'm just really interested to hear about when you listen to this song how it makes yeah. you feel like can because i know for me i can listen to this song whenever but there are certain instances and certain times where i reserve certain songs for those times and if this is a song that stops you in your tracks does that just yep. mean whenever you listen to it it's like oh wow i'm listening to this or i think generally it's it's probably any time I, I there's no like i'm never in like a nirvana mood but i think that <laughs> there are certain songs that can sway my attention like you, you just have a I don't know, you'd just be listening to anything. But, like, this song comes on and it immediately sort of captivates me. Just with, like, the atmosphere it creates. It's not necessarily super unsettling, but it's certainly, like, very powerful. It certainly is doing... It's painting, like, quite a vivid picture, lyrically and sort of musically. That's easy to get lost in. Yeah, I I, I was going to say I see that, but you can't see a song, you hear a song. I I hear that. Some people I hear you. Some people can. Well, I think some people are lying about being able to, but some people can. Oh, I can taste color. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Shut um, up. It's really annoying, yeah. actually. I don't want. I'm going to start ranting about that. Um, I think you know you've got such a diverse list here. I think I'm just going to throw a dart yeah. and see what I land on. Okay. Oh. Okay. I'm going to go. Genesis, turn yeah. it on again. Um, yeah. Ooh. I just want to preface this by saying I really don't like Genesis, so this is going to be. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. I'm I sorry. love Genesis. I love Genesis. I don't, I don't like Phil Collins, and I don't like Genesis. Oh no way! I love both. <laughs> I love Phil Collins. I love uh, Peter Gabriel. I love Genesis, uh, and I. Is it because that are they because you know they're a bit pretentious? I guess right. Is that why? Is... I just don't like. I just don't like them. I don't. They've never. Yeah. There's, there's never. There's never a song on that. Even if I don't know the, I go. Oh, that's a whatever song. You just. Bleh. Really. Yeah. That. That. You know. For me, they were like a bad. Fa- you know, when the world goes through a bad fashion phase, but they're still popular. Oh, oh. I'm I think that's take... what Genesis is. I'm I'm yeah. sorry if that is offensive to you or any Genesis okay. fans, but that does make me really want. I want to be educated about this song. That's such a mainstay. This song is like really ambitious, and I mean, it just gives the impression that it's that you're in a live setting immediately. I sort of I always want to hear the song. It does a few things with time signature which are like very proggy, you know, 80s sort of, I think it's like very early 80s as well, just, which I like, which I like sometimes if it's done well, that it's just like very incredibly danceable, you know, you 
bag- head banging in the back of a car or if you're at karaoke or if you're just like i don't know it's just multi-purpose not just not just like a song can come on at any time but it probably can be played anywhere and be accessible and also be like appreciated by people who like an intricate arrangement for a song and then i just love phil collins anyway i I love phil collins vocals so much such a powerful voice to me you think (laughs) really that's again though that is interesting i would i would urge you and cajole you to not necessarily back that opinion up but i I, i'm interested to hear because i know a lot of people like you love genesis i just can't seem to tap into it the way that everybody else does yeah no i do i i I mean so the album i think it's on duke isn't it and that that's sort of like a really like proggy very yeah it's campy maximalist album and then like and then his solo album uh that has like in the air tonight came it came out like a year afterwards i think and one of the songs i mean behind the lines is like the intro and he does a sep- like a different more funky version on his like solo stuff and it's like also incredible just to flip a song that he just made with his band and sort of have it have a completely different meaning and tempo and it, it's executed i i just love i love his voice he's an amazing drummer i think that that people can agree on at least yeah he's better than lars oh yeah oi what you say about me <laughs> yeah. do you know what though at least lars isn't left-handed that's true that's quite embarrassing but other than that come on phil <laughs> other than that lyrically i i'm interested in what in the things he has to say or the 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 stories he he likes to sort of weave and yeah i don't know i i, I really i just really like genesis i'm very drawn to them i, d- I don't mind the long song i've sort of have i have more intrigue with them than with like pink floyd for example oh i'm not and a I pink think, floyd fan because i think that they might go overboard slightly with i had know. no idea that you were a huge genesis fan but that's, the only... that's latent though that's happened recently Okay, so it's a phase. It's not <laughs> no, a no, it's um, not a phase. The only Phil Collins that I recognise, yeah, um, is from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> we look at my good for. We look at my <laughs> good for. But then you never went back and watched the source material and thought, you know, why is this character <laughs> called Phil Collins? You just assumed he was everyone. He's who everyone was talking about. You just fell so far from grace, from Genesis to Trailer Park Boys. Bam! <laughs> Peanut butter, jelly, yeah. I'd like to get Phil Collins on the podcast at some point, if he's still about. Is he still knocking around? Uh, well, he's around. Like the Trailer Park Boys one. Oh no, he's dead. Is he? Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Um. So that dream. from you know from let's say someone failed. To turn it on again. Let's go yeah. to Springsteen dancing in the okay. dark because no one could turn if the they light didn't on. Turn again. that light back on again. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, everyone loves the boss, and I really, you know, mm. you know, just to reiterate, you're wondering now. Uh, yeah, I am. This whole thing is about our connections to this song and why we're stopped by them. And if you're not getting that from any of us, a, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. And B, I don't have a B because I don't care. Um, That's it. But Springsteen, 
please just I, I'm I'm not surprised by this list. And so as much as I am surprised by your list, I'm not surprised. I'm I'm surprised really? because I know your music taste. And I, I feel like mine were probably a bit more objectively predictable. I'd say, uh, yeah, probably. Probably. Which is not a bad or good thing, but it really uh, intrigues me as to the why you chose these songs. So yeah, why the boss? Why Dancing in the Dark specifically as well? I think that's my... Do you know what? Can I just say that's my favourite Bruce Springsteen song? Oh, good man. It is, I think it's his best. Uh, and I, I, obviously, Born in the USA is like completely emblematic of what Bruce Springsteen's about anyway. It's like the most yeah. American Yee-haw. tasting album. If you could taste an album, it would taste like America. Cheeseburger like, and fries. Cheeseburgers and you know, just McDonald's and, a large and Coke Coke. floats. Yeah. Uh, Dancing in the Dark, it's just so anthemic. Like, I, I, there's no denying that sort of when that comes on, you want to do like a really basic dance. You, you wish there was a glitter ball somewhere. It's just... I don't know. You wish Courtney Cox was there. <laughs> just, I always wish Courtney Cox was around. There's just something so <laughs> joyous about Dancing in the Dark. About I don't Courtney know. Cox? Oh. Well, I'm, I'm going to say no more about Courtney Cox for now. She might come up later. Right, okay, okay. Back on back on track. Are you happy with your Springsteen? What else do I? What else should I say? Apart from that, it's... I don't know. It's just a very. Ha- I just enjoy. I don't know. Do you like his like his? He's got also like the sort of singing voice that's very powerful, but not necessarily great. Yeah, um, it's. Yeah, I I know what you mean. There are a few artists out there that have a powerful voice that isn't very good. Yeah, uh, but he does it. He has it in a way that you're not the same as like Huey Lewis, whose voice. Oh my just god, sucks. he's like, just terrible. Like really sucks. Like, oh my yeah. Bruce Springsteen's just very, very commanding presence. That so when the song you know, comes on, I'm sort of lost. Huey Lewis, Huey mm. Lewis has lost like 95 percent of his hearing, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." And I keep thinking, "No, he should be grateful. He doesn't have to listen to his music anymore." <laughs> you think, no way. You, 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 you want to listen nasty, to "Stuck with it? You" for ages. "Stuck with You." <laughs> wow, what? Let's a song. see Paul Allen's card. At least he, at least he was responsible for for that. For the greatest moment in cinematic mm. history ever. <laughs> that one American Psycho thing. Uh, I'm not anything about that movie. <laughs> moving on, I want to hear about. I want. I want. I want to let it happen and talk yep. about Tame Impala because I, I, I can't say I saw Tame Impala when they did All Points East. Oh, when was that? Year. Last okay. year, I heard it from my bedroom. Yeah, fair enough. And it was it was pleasant. Yeah, it's very pleasant, sonically pleasant. I think is where I've landed. I was I sort of got into Tame Impala when I properly thought, oh, I like music, like actively like music. I want to pursue liking music more. I this was sort of one of the first albums where, where someone was like, this is more of a sonic journey than anything specific, and. Uh, this is yeah before TikTok as well, so I can claim that I wasn't swept in by the less I know the better or something. Um, but I just got new headphones and I started Currents, and I thought my headset broke when it starts doing like 
there's like a little uh middle part of the song where it just starts to delay and loop and the the sort of beat fractures a little um and i thought my headset was broken i was like completely in awe of the marvel of production that it was um obviously now i've i've heard things that do similar production tricks i've heard things like like it now but like at the time i feel like it had such a what's <laughs> it had such a um it had what's such funny? an effect on me nothing it had such an effect on me that i've just always sort of had a really big affinity when that comes on to just be just quiet and like just sit and let it well i'm not gonna say let it happen i've just dropped my phone <laughs> on my toe <laughs> that was that was karma for me almost saying let it happen just naturally but yeah i don't know it just does a lot that song and it's, it's probably you... tame impala's best song anyway have you seen tame impala no i missed their tickets in 2019 by like two minutes they like sold out really quickly i suppose you had to let it happen then i hate you (laughs) i hate you um another favorite of mine on this list everybody's talking from harry nilsson yeah yeah i'm a massive harry nilsson fan as well and that came from uh his song that was on the reservoir dogs soundtrack coconut which is great Nilsson Schmilson is a great album, which I'm so I'm very proud to own that. This song is not on that though. <laughs> it's just, it was in was it in Midnight Cowboy? Is that the movie it was in? Yeah. I think that's correct. I think that's right. Um and I think it's a cover as well. I think it might be a cover. Uh it's but still, regardless. Regardless. Very groovy, very like western sort of locomotive. Uh there's like this yeah, just a, it's a similar thing to what we were talking about last episode. Rhinestone cowboy vibes from yeah. Nelson's music. Just, it's just a song that it's a song to gallop on a horse to. <laughs> you know, something just very Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just I don't know. I, Do it's just imagine... such an atmospheric song. So Do sweet you as well. Imagine yourself galloping on the back of a horse listening to harry nelson music all the or... time <laughs> i can see that i can imagine you're on all a big horse going, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> i put the voice on as well yeah but i think it's, actually like a, it's a monty python horse with the coconuts <laughs> <laughs> that was really good <laughs> you, you practice that I, off the cuff, off the cuff. This is all <laughs> unscripted. Um, but there's also the, like lyrically, because um, I could be, I get quite like overstimulated sometimes, and it's nice to sort of fall back onto that song, and <laughs> not like that, like just you know, it's just nice to have a quiet moment and sort of, it's like Lose a little yourself. bit of a little clarity, a little bit of serenity for, you know, a brief moment. It's a very brief song as well, but it's just... So would you say you listen to Nilsson to relax? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, like, he has a very calming quality. Like, even when even when the song's maybe more up-tempo even, uh, or the lyrics are more upbeat, even then he's still quite relaxing to listen to. He has a very, like, soft delivery, a little bit of croon. Just a very much, like, emotional vocals that are just nice just nice earworms 
It's lovely. It's lovely job, yeah. Uh If there's nowhere else in particular that you want to dive to... Uh, I, I I would like to talk about uh, one of the Beach Boys songs that's on here. Okay. Uh, there's, there's two. There are two. Good Vibrations yeah. is there, but I'd like to start with You Still Believe in Me. Instead. From possibly the greatest album ever created. Possibly, yeah. At least I, I think so. And I think you had God Only Knows on your list. Yeah, I did. I think there's a few... Completely fair. There's a few artists slash records on here that have some form of crossover from yeah. my list to yours. But yeah, why... I mean, do you still believe in me? I still I believe in you, Will. I believe oh. that... You know, in, as far as you getting employed is concerned, I still believe in you. But in other, in other, in other cases, perhaps maybe not. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this this song is so like beautiful. I think it captures more more so of what like Pet Sounds is going for. As far as like just a I don't know, just a uh, a spiritual almost experience, like sonically, and uh, but the like the harmonizing on this song is so gorgeous like uh just vivid classic classic beach boy yeah just absolutely like quintessential um the 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 i think it's a falsetto on it as well i just like i don't know how he reaches the note he reaches for like the i want to cry part and then just like harmonize on that the the you know sonic arrangement of pet sounds in general is completely like mind-blowing um, uh, but that song that song particularly too. has ridiculous amounts of instruments on it there's like a bike horn at some <laughs> point like that goes like <laughs> that bit so good so good i'm oh, just why is it there but like just there's just something there's just nostalgia there for a life i didn't even have that i can draw oh, that's from quite profa- that's quite profound i like that yeah is it a, be- I- is it a better life <laughs> maybe perhaps it is i think there's more green I think there's more green in that life. There's more grass and there's more space, you know, and it's very more, nice to just be there to just more feel pet that. Sounds. There are some more pet sounds, I think. And I, d- I didn't have many pets. I only had goldfish. I had goldfish. They all died. Tom and Jerry, they both died. Yeah. Ah, uh, which one died first, Tom or Jerry? I think Jerry died first. My uh, brother forgot well, to feed them. I named my first goldfish so it's not funny i i what the day before i got this fish i watched cars that's how old i am and how old this fish was so i called it mac after oh. like, <laughs> and then and then i had a really thin fish that my brother called pancake yeah. And then we had, a, and then it was the same species of fish. It was a bit fatter, so we called it barbecue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no way! What a family! That's cute. And then, we, and then we had a few snails, and then I think I think because I was quite funny, obviously at the time. Yeah, uh, I what called happened? the snails like Lewis Hamilton and nice. Michael Schumacher. You didn't call one Turbo. because no, t- Turbo wasn't even a thing when oh, I got it wasn't these out snails. Yet. Okay, Michael Schumacher, as well. He was still he was still out when was he the Stig at that point or no? He what he was actually he was the Stig. Oh, so cool, that's so cool. Should do an episode just about Top Gear for oh, no reason. Yes. even though what does it have to do with anything? Well, you know when 
when that Top Gear, the original Top Gear ended, mm. uh, it got me crying. Did it? Which is also a song by Roy Orbison on your list. Another overlap. Yeah, I played it in the car. Uh, I don't drive. I, I made Matt, my partner's Matt's dad, play it. Uh, and like everyone was just a bit stunned <laughs> in the car after, which is just what happens after a Roy Orbison song. It's very, yeah, I don't know. You can't avoid that. I feel like it's cheating again on this list. But you, when a Roy Orbison song is on, you can't really avoid being stopped by it because he's just yeah. far too captivating. His music is far too cinematic to ignore or well, to not be amazed by. I had running scared on my list which is also from the crying yeah. album and you know just just that notion alone you've got two incredible songs on one album yeah. the rest of the album's incredible i think this is his it best is. work absolutely absolutely this is the i wouldn't i'm sure he wouldn't have been ashamed to say it's like the pinnacle of, of his career like absolutely um and i mean i don't know if you agree but Listening back to crying, all the attentions on his vocals and his voice. Yeah, absolutely. And it's rare to hear that. Where a, a, it's not just like a voice can get lost in the mix sometimes, but he's absolutely he's intentionally overpowering the instruments. And when the and when his voice falls to the background, the instrumentation reaches its crescendo. Then and it sort of it replaces the energy with like a, a completely new. Uh, overcoming sort of sound like just a you know wall of sound it's just really gorgeous like crying is such a beautiful song the the peak of it is ridiculous it's ridiculous very emotional that song will have me crying and there aren't many songs that do that either so uh, crying like, has you crying crying has me crying running scared has me crying and <laughs> no it's just it's very emotional though uh yeah not not enough good things to say about it. Roy, Roy Orbison's voices. I, did we say best one of the best singers? All I time? think we. I think we collectively agreed that he's definitely up there. A million percent. A million percent. What a song! Can we listen uh, to it now? Yeah, give us five minutes. We'll be back <laughs> after we've that'd listened to it a couple of times. <laughs> that'd be quite nice. We're not doing that. No, no, we're not. Uh, we're going to move on. Yeah. Uh, and oh, I'm just gonna have a look. I'm right. Trying, I, I'm trying to save things because I'm, you know, because I'm just yeah. like that. I'm a, um, curiosity. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go for a song that I hadn't heard or even knew that the band existed up until you sent me this list. Uh, Judge Mill, you want for that, and that goes for yeah. everyone. Uh, Neutral Milk Hotel. Oh, no way. Oh, people are going to be mad at you. <laughs> people are going to be very mad at you. You had no idea about Neutral Milk Hotel. No. Nope. Wow, wow. Neither so did I have any idea about Holland 1945. Mm, Holland 1945 is a great song. Uh, it's been memed a bit. <laughs> but, like, that was a few years ago. But, like, Neutral Milk Hotel is sort of very singular. The, the lyrics are batshit crazy sort of just the 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 absolute like unique narratives that are being spun about people being born with roses in their eyes 
you know, and there's other songs about people staining mountains with semen and other shit. It's just like completely wild, vivid Is that why you like world it? building. I love very like yeah, you were gonna uncompromising. Say. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say I love semen, <laughs> but like there was just something about an, a completely like uncompromising band who were uh, just the, the storytelling is completely. I like something that's not quite human sometimes, just like a not in an AI way, but sort of just like storytelling wise, ambitious enough to not be sort of one track about emotions. You can, you know, the, the, the river can run dry as far as human affectation sometimes. So like when songs, uh, I don't know, push boundaries, it's just like great to listen to. Um, I'm surprised you haven't heard this band, to be honest. But like, they are a little experimental. I'm not going to read that in case I laugh. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, There's, they they have also the quality of a, a <laughs> like singer song. They have a singer songwritery. I'm not reading it. They have a singer songwritery sort of aesthetic, but with electronica around it and just wild crescendos as well yeah that's yeah, I mean, like a when i yeah. listened to it it grabbed my interest mm. and it's a weird thing to describe a song as interesting i think it is interesting the whole if album song... is interesting if a song is interesting it's doing something unique i think yeah yeah absolutely singular I, there's nothing else like that album in the airplane over the sea I would recommend anybody who's slightly interested in anything experimental or just like audacious I would listen to that and it's very like ground level for like you know the rate your music intelligentsia but it's still really good um, what kind yeah. of what kind of mood are you in or setting when you put that on? Uh, I have to be in the mood to 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 dance. I ha- I have to want to sort of be. I don't know. It's that it'd be cringe to say free spirit, but sometimes when I'm listening to music, I just sort of want to be passive. But that's the sort of music you have to engage with to enjoy, like really well, because it's so unique. I think you have to meet it halfway. Um, it's very energetic it's very it beats you over the head with lyrics and with uh you know like sonic ideas so like i i'm i'm always in the headspace where i, I want to start you know i want to move around i don't want to dance in a particularly sensible way I just like to jump about you know not that i do that <laughs> but but that's where that's where my head is at least and and do you put it on just to dance or are you doing something uh, I'd probably put it on just to. I can't really be doing something. It's not the sort of song where, uh, you can commute <laughs> and and have that on. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it might be too grating for the district line, or something. But there there is there are specific contexts where it, where it works, and you can be untethered, and it's not going to affect anybody else. Also, what a cool name as well. The Neutral Milk Hotel. Yeah, yeah come on. Yeah, great band name. I th- I think that there's a lot of, uh, a lot of the bands in this list actually are quite like really good names. I think. 
which I'm yeah. like, I can't, obviously I can't tell them. Ron Swanson who... said, there's only two things I hate in this world. One is lying and the other is skim milk. Skim milk is basically, <laughs> skim milk is basically water, which is lying about being milk. That's true. 2%, 2% milk. How do you know that? <laughs> What's that? That's what they call it in the US. They call it 2%. I'm a... Uh... I'm going to go to a band that, well, it's not really a band, but it is, but it, it you know, I really like this as well. Uh, Dance Yourself Clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a LCD bit Canadian in, he, he got the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a bit Canadian, didn't he? Dance Yourself Clean. Dance it's Yourself cool. Clean. This is a bit of a dance. Trailer Park Boys thing here. What'd you look um, at my LCD sound system for? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I love LCD sound system so much and i kind well, of what, i'm what why did this song in particular make your list then as a because oh, to... it's just like one of the best songs i've ever heard it's in my in, in my lifetime thus far one of like it's just an, an odyssey of new wave really just the, the 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 drop in this song i think is the best beat drop i've ever heard um the lyrics are good doesn't really matter though because the just the arrangement of the song is just completely i've never been captivated by something that lasts eight minutes <laughs> before usually i don't last that long but lcd <laughs> sound system takes me there you know so are we still talking about music i i'm not sure anymore <laughs> i i love this song so much the album's great but this song is just the it's you, it's hard but it's hard to it's his magnum opus what's well, their magnum opus but it's a big word magnum opus it's two words two words that's two big words you 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 crackled you keep crackling and i, and I hear Do I? Mag, and then i heard magnum opus and i didn't know i just thought i'd play it safe and go that's a big word no 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 that's fair you're that's fair it's good to assume um Am I crackling still, or am I fine? No, 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 no. All I was good. just covering up for the fact that I misheard you. Um, <laughs> you just lied. You just completely made yeah, it up. I did. Um, <laughs> LCD sound system are so good, but yeah, dance yourself clean is just you. Everyone, I would see everybody dancing to that in in any club if it came on. It, it, impressive to the you know the cat heads in clubs who want just a bit of trance impressive to the new wave fans who like new order and it's something else to put on completely it's just like, like a it's like such a fun song deep new wave though it's like mm. how can i describe this it feels like it, it it's more than just part of a movement uh, how do i describe it because it's like this is not your standard song to put on if you like this kind of no absolutely you're right no, you're yeah, right. This is not this is not uh flipping Blue Monday by any means, is it? No. No, it's standalone. It's standalone. I I it's not yeah, to be fair, it's not actually if someone asked me to put on a new age song, I wouldn't choose this. I but it but it weirdly just does everything that you want in a new age song. It's just, it's sort of it's very I don't know. I don't know how to describe it other than just like it stands completely on its own as like a just a completely like inspiring song. I I would like to be good with a drum machine. It made me want to buy a drum machine. Really? Like yeah, I'd love it's a drum very... machine. We had one in at, at Quest. We did. One. We did. Um, 
but it wasn't good enough for my ambition. <laughs> it was that's not true. We 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 uh censored ourselves with that with that drum machine. No, you you yeah. censored me with that. Drum I censored you a lot. I didn't often. I didn't really swear because I'm a, I'm a good I'm a good boy. I don't curse. I'm, I never fucking swear. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that song. I mean, that song's top five for me all time. Really. Just, Wow. Yeah, it's so good. It's so I have no complaint. And live when they did that, when they technically like wrapped things up after that album came out, and they were supposed to be done, they did that Madison Square Garden show. It was the first song that came out. Co- coincidentally, actually, the song they were playing before they came on to do that was "I'm Not in Love," <laughs> and so they were playing that, and then they come on stage and then do "Dunch Yourself Clean," and it's like slightly longer. So good. Oh, well, and then after that, did they play "Graceland" by Paul Simon? They should have. <laughs> they should have. Another classic. Well, uh, I mean... I'll never shut little, up about Paul Simon on this podcast, will I? Just a little interlude here. For yeah. the people that have been here since podcast one, you will know that our first ever podcast in the You're Wondering Now podcast format was on Paul Simon. Simon uh, And if you've not gone and listened to that, even though we did a podcast about a man with two first names... You should go and listen to it, and and then you go can back. come back and tell us how far we've not come with our. You might you might learn quality. a little bit about Mrs. Robinson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whether she likes her cupcakes in her pantry or not, big <laughs> debate on that. Actually, we've still not solved. Some people say leave on the windowsill. Oh, she's also Anything. carrying. Well, one of them was carrying on. Who was carrying on? Mr. Robinson. Oh, is it Mr. Robinson carrying on? Oh, because it, it was it Carrie on. Fisher carrying on. <laughs> Someone was carrying on because then you can call me Al. There's Betty involved. Betty's involved, yeah. But it's just... And what's going on in Graceland? It's just poor boys and pilgrims. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Paul Simon. uh, One of of the great songwriters, no? Oh, yeah, completely. I think of this song as a little ditty. Yeah. I think it would be a bit degrading to say it's just nice, but... It is yeah. nice. It's just a so really pleasant. nice song. It's like it's one of the most easy. Just... Yeah, easy listening as a sort of banner. I feel like has been saturated with uncreative, uninspiring music, and and this is like the epitome of easy listening. There is no unappropriate, inappropriate time to listen to Graceland. Like it's just always convenient, always a pleasure to listen to the lyrics are you know profound but can also just fall by the wayside because the music is so captivating and just relaxing peaceful and i wish that more things that were easy to listen to weren't so were so shit because this because this is great well this is incredible. that's the thing like you could eat if you weren't paying attention this came on on the radio and you would just had it on a background noise you go oh but yeah Unless you were really tuned in, you could legitimately miss this. Absolutely. But if your brain's on, you're, I, you're locked in. I don't mean that in a derogatory way towards the song, uh, because I don't, but I think that shows the versatility of it. No, absolutely. Could... Absolutely. It does several things. Just that <laughs> once. Very elevatory, almost. Mm. It can be. But uh, I find that really relaxing. And I guess, I mean, it's the sort of song where, like, it's a compliment that you could use the song to go to sleep. 
Like it doesn't put yeah. you to bed, but it lulls it's, yeah, you. It's not. It's not, it's not boring. It's not. It's no. not. Bo- that's not the reason why it puts you to bed or sleep. Yeah. What a what a tune. But I thought I wouldn't pick. Uh, you can call me Al or something. Or one of the songs we talked about really in depth before. Yeah, but you song, know, but they all you do can it call me. me Al. That doesn't doesn't sit you down and go whoa. That makes you no, go whoa true. for a different. That makes you go whoa. This is fucking weird. Yeah. Or if the or if the video if the video's on, I like the video. I think there might be some more Paul Simon on the list anyway. With his mate uh, Art. <laughs> yes, there is. We can go straight to the only living boy in New York by Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. Another uh, beautiful. I think they only made beautiful songs when they were together. Yeah, I mean, so. It should, I, I guess it speaks for itself, really, doesn't it? It's just very, very. Oh, it's it's, a, it's a bit factual. Mm, maybe a lot of living boys in New York. Maybe when they made it, it wasn't so true. But they are liars. But I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind. I guess I'll it's a feeling. That lie. Feeling like the only living boy in New York is must be something aspirational. Something I feel like the only feel. living boy in New York when it's on. Which is that, yeah. Even when you're not in New York. Even then. I I don't think I've ever been in New York, but I feel like the only living boy there. There, there is something about Paul Simon's songwriting, though. It's like you feel like he's the surrogate for his story. So you get to sort of self-insert, you know, you become part of it, part of the narrative. That's Do often you the prefer thing. him to Mr. Garfunkel? I think that, yeah. I think I I wanted again, and I said it on the first episode. But who? Where are the Art Garfunkel fans? You know, who are they? Where, where's where are the Art Garfunkel stands? You know, I, what, what's I, his I, big hit? I kind of agree with you there. Like, I could <laughs> name one. Other than the only thing I'll give him is he's got the cooler name. Very cool. Much more attractive in his day as well. But what can you do? What can you do? Paul Simon, I don't know what 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 was Art Garfunkel contributing to like the duo because I'm sure it was like quite significant. Well, maybe they split up because they couldn't decide if Mrs. Robinson had her mm. cupcakes in the pantry. Or, massive point of contention. Yeah, on the fridge or left out. Or... Absolutely, but Art Garfunkel like leaves it out. He doesn't have a bread bin. Leave it either. out. You know, just. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like when uh, I like when you hear like the lyrics to a song, you just sing them. You just like yes, oh no, yeah. <laughs> you just like you just you're just happy to be here, you know. Just sometimes you like, think of different music and you just love it. Yeah. You know, the um DDS <laughs> No hang on, DSS you gave what? me a free microphone at university, and ever since I've just been talking into it. Just been yapping, non-stop. This is just a vessel to you, you know. More, <laughs> more waffle. I'm a the master, and this microphone is my vessel. So, oh my speaking God. about vessels and boats, I want to talk about the suburbs. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. That's quite good. You know, the cover's a car. Um, yeah, arcade fire then. 
That was very nasally. That was very good. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm getting there with the Scouse accent now. I'm, I'm really oh. working on it. I'm working How on it. that? I want to blend in. Yeah, I don't like I don't like the sun. How's that? Is that oh, right? that's that's all right, but that's a touchy topic. No, I actually don't like the sun either. Yeah, um, good. Fuck the sun. If you're listening, to sun, <laughs> we're not getting sponsors. We don't all. like you. <laughs> I like the suburbs though. Um, this and, is and, the admit- sound of the suburbs. Actually, I prefer the album Funeral, which is their debut. But the suburbs is sort of a very Bruce Springsteen influenced song. Just very like I'm trying to think of the word ah uh, kinetic, very kinetic song. That's the word I've been looking for all day. It's just like got this momentum that builds and builds and builds. There's no like outright crescendo and crux, and then it just quiets down. It's sort of just like a ever building just increasingly dramatic like soundscape and the the lyrics are beautiful arcade fire like i know they're they're a bit they're shrouded in some controversy at the moment yeah Uh, that's a bit of a shame isn't it but but uh you know win butler for all of his failings is like a great writer great songwriter yeah if you Um, look past everything else you know i mean and what's really (laughs) most important (laughs) no uh Oh, yeah, you but said that this though. This song but, is great. Uh, you know, what a Kurt Grammy. Cobain, Kurt Cobain was a big liar. Massive liar. He said he know. didn't have a gun. I think he said he didn't have a gun in Come As You Are. Yeah. Maybe he did but, have a gun. Yeah, he did say it in that song. That is the exact song. <laughs> I just have... A, I like people who are not honest. <laughs> 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 um, oh, no, the song is so beautiful, though. Um, the piano. Clunky, but... Emo- emotive nonetheless con- i like a clunky did you say clunky or conky <laughs> no clunky not con- conky <laughs> no, that's fucking conky bobs <laughs> calm down <laughs> you, you're freaking out <laughs> conky conky says ooh patrick swayze Get that fucking puppet out of the park. Drew, <laughs> man, if he carries on, I'm going to kill Conky. Ricky, <laughs> relax. Calm no one's going to kill <laughs> just, 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 just calm <laughs> down. <laughs> smokes, let's go. Come on, smokes. Um, what were we saying? You know, that's the way she goes, boys. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Piano. In uh, certain songs. I like when it's clunky sometimes because there's almost more passion going into sort of the playing of the keys. I don't know why. More passion. More more energy. More energy. (laughs) And then I don't know what, (laughs) I don't know why that specifically appeals to me. There are a few songs like that that aren't on the list, but there are a few songs like that that I like that sort of just have this really sort of more wild, less technical style of play that, that this song has. Like, it's just yeah, there's just something really like very passionate, very emotive about the suburbs. And, you, and having like grown up suburbs? in somewhat of a suburb, uh, no, probably not. But there is, you know, I there's, there's still a nostalgia there, even if I'm not particularly like over infatuated with suburbs. Like I live in a cul-de-sac. Like I absolutely, I can absolutely relate to some degree 
about the suburbs and having like a nostalgia for how sometimes how easy things can be. But yeah, I'm not in love with suburbs. I like these suburbs though. So don't forget them. It's just a silly phase you're coming through. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not I, I like how he sings that as well. I like the I like the lyric about I know we've literally already talked about that song, but I like the lyric about how there's like a stain on the wall. I'm like, what's the stain? And he's putting up he put a picture up of this woman he doesn't like to cover up a stain on the wall. I mean, what the fuck is that? What's that depravity? I don't want to know, actually. <laughs> what he chooses to do in his spare time. Maybe we should do a DIY episode. Songs with DIY in. Okay. <laughs> okay. Songs about building or drilling or covering up walls. With, but we with should stress. We should stress that drill music does not count. Oh, damn it. Okay. I was literally just going to make a list of like Stormzy. Like dig a D or something ridiculous. We won't do that. That's fine. Uh, okay, next one is another song that I'd never heard, and it'll probably disappoint you to learn. Uh, come on, feel the Illinois. Yeah, part come on, feel one. the Illinois. Part one. Uh, by Sufjan Stevens uh, on the album Illinois, which is like, yeah. it's just like incredible, like one of the best concept albums. Uh, I've heard very folky, but very like so. It almost plays like a musical, and I want to go on the record and say I hate musicals, right? But this, really? I, I thought you I liked do. a musical. No, I'm not that gay. Like I'm, 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 I'm bi. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not have I just gay. typecast but you there? I hate musicals generally, but like this, uh, I don't know. This this album and this song particularly is so rich with like history of. I don't live in Illinois, obviously. But like really? there's, you hang on, oh. wait, 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 wait. You, I've just moved. You're, te- you're telling me now that you don't live in Illinois. Not anymore. I don't. I've just moved. That's Illinoising. Oh my god, you're annoying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just like this multifaceted sort of song. It's just really beautiful. Uh, the the, I think it's not quite an orchestra, but it's like there's several instruments at play uh yeah how many instruments does it several. take to constitute but what is several <laughs> that's subjective in itself more than 10 <laughs> really more than 10 in in this case there's a lot going okay. on it's a very busy song but again it has a certain tempo a certain energy um not more energy not more energy not more passion but there's just a certain <laughs> level of of it that just is really, really captivating to me. And every time it comes up, sometimes, well, you know, when you're listening to a playlist you made and a song comes on that's like six minutes, seven minutes, you're like, ah, I could go without this. Like, I don't yeah. want to lock in. This yeah. song comes on, I'm not skipping it at all. Okay. Not going to happen. You know, Sifian Stevens is just like great songwriter. I love his voice, actually. I feel like that's an underrated part of him. He's got this soft sort of, I don't know, uh, just really innocent delivery, which is just really nice to listen to. Another another pleasant song on this list. You know, I just like nice things. Really? Well, mm. speaking of nice things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How are you going to segue uh, that? I was going to talk about the National Anthem. Oh, I love the National um, Anthem. Just for 
just for people that are listening and not watching because you can't watch because it's a podcast. We're not talking about the British national anthem. We're not talking no. about Star Stamp, Spar Spa, Spa, Spa uh, Bangle Bunner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not that talking one. about God Save the King. Not even Jerusalem. Although, actually, the song Jerusalem by uh, uh, the other guy, I forgot his name now, Neil Diamond, is it? Mm-hmm. Great song. That's a Chariots song. of Fire. Do, 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 um, do, do, uh, do. No, not the actual national anthem. No, this radio is the radio head on Kid A. Which... There's quite a bit of Radiohead on this. There is because I'm a, I'm a fucking Mitty. massive loser when it comes to Radiohead. I love them. And upon actually, I, you'll regret to hear that I had a different podcast before this one. And on that oh, podcast, hang on, hang on. Who's regretting this? <laughs> uh, all the listeners who feel betrayed by me for being on different forms of content. I um, think they're happy that you're here with me. They absolutely are. But um. I am too, um, oh. but they uh That's not even true. That is true. <laughs> I don't know if it's true now. Who knows? You're um, never alone with a microphone. <laughs> but um, I thought I was going to say that. What was I going to say? Oh yeah. So on that podcast, uh, we ranked Radiohead albums, and I said that Kid A was second. Um, uh, but I lied. But I didn't lie. I changed my mind. I I I think Kid A is there best most ambitious most experimental thing going it's it's radiohead have a very like i don't know they often mix things up album to album but like this album sort of doesn't really have much continuity as far as like the rest of the albums go and in a good way it sort of just stands on its own island and the national anthem is one of those songs that just is like i I, i've experienced something listening to that you know uh i'm gonna upset a lot of people i'm gonna upset both of you now with what i'm about to say go on i'm not a huge fan of radiohead uh however (laughs) a radiohead song very nearly made the cut for my list that we had last time let down let down fair enough that is a good song am i a bit of a let down because i don't like radiohead that's okay it's okay. Not everyone does. Is it Arpeggio or Strange Fishes? Which one do you align mostly with? I tried to say Weird Fishes instead of... because Ar- Strange, Arpeggio. is it weird? I don't, I don't know. It's weird. weird. Ar- like I said, Arpeggi is what Liverpudlians say when they're talking about their nan. <laughs> I've already got the joke. I've got it. <laughs> it's Arpeggi. <laughs> hey, Arpeggi's over there. I go see our Peggy. <laughs> Did you watch uh, <laughs> Brookside? No. No. No, just like no. you're above that. Ne- next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, have you just like not gotten into Radiohead much, or is it like just you're not really that convinced? Uh... I'm a bit not convinced, and I think what doesn't help is that everyone around me is convinced. We're so annoying about and, it as and, well, and, I, I know. Yeah, I know. And and you should never... This goes for everyone out there, not just us. You should never not listen, or you never should listen to a band because everybody else is. You should yeah. listen to a band because you want to and form your own opinions on it. Yeah. However, I heard all the opinions before I listened to Radiohead, 
And in the end, I thought, I've got to listen to this band because everyone's talking about them. And if it doesn't change your life, it didn't didn't change anything. And I kind of felt a little bit betrayed, betrayed by everyone and betrayed by Radiohead. However, what I will say is that the songs that land really land. Let Down is a masterpiece. Uh, Yeah. Creep is obviously Sad Boy Hours. It's a good song, though. Great Um, song. I had a similar thing, to be fair. But what I did was you're going out. You're going out with Tom York, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going out with his hotter lookalike. Um, you like him that much? So much. I, but I waited two years. Everyone kind of hyped up Radiohead, and I didn't listen to them because I was like, "Oh, just stop with the you know they can't be that good." And then people stopped telling me, and I waited, and then I went back, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, okay, now I feel like I've done that myself. Uh, so yeah, no, it does help. I feel like the the tip for to most people anyway would be like try not to oversaturate people with like hopes. With like, if you really love something, there is a way to communicate that without being like this is the greatest thing you will ever listen to, and you will and must love it because like most of the time people are not going to react that way, and if they do, they're lying so that you're happy. Yeah, I uh, I think I fall down in that department because I can't fake shit like that. Yeah. No, me neither. Yeah. And there's nothing worse when it happens the other way around as well. When you when you recommend something to someone and it just they just don't like it. Yeah, that happens literally. to me a lot, but it's Does not it? my fault because they have an off. The places that I recommend legitimately have off days. The day that I take people there. <laughs> well, like what? Like like what? What's an example? Cockfighter Soho. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's a what's chicken shop. It? What's wrong with it that day, though? That day, they just had really stringy chicken. Damn. It happens. (laughs) It does happen, but... (laughs) It's 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 not nice. And, you know, when I go there, though, there's nothing in my way when I go to to Cockfighter. And nothing in my way... I'm trying to, I'm trying to like nudge, nudge, wink, wink here. Nothing in my way by key. Sorry, I couldn't. I it's actually, not... I couldn't hear you. Okay. <laughs> I like, Nothing you know, in my way. Keen put the piano at the front of everything that they do, and that's quite yeah. unusual. I like that though. I think that they're sort of subverting a because they are really a rock band, well, pop rock, like that. You know, of that mid two thousands UK sound like a soft sort of like a take that ish kind of thing yeah they're like they're like a i love a take better that take i wouldn't say better take that i'd say a more musically adventurous take that's that. true no that's definitely true i yeah i agree with that um and i i, I i've had a little resurgence with keen anyway but this song is one uh he's a nice guy keen the bloke keen yeah <laughs> roy keen it's um, actually Roy Keane. <laughs> I imagine though Roy Keane is a great singer, like Sinatra voice sort of thing. I just do me job. Like Freddie, Flint, like Freddie Flintoff. It's just, wait, isn't that what he's paid to do? I mean, come on, do, yeah. Whack me, Bashing somebody. <laughs> Darrell's having a stroke. Yo. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I get rid of the hair. I mean, come on, the hair, the hair. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> McGuire. McGuire. Would, you, would, you, 
what you getting rid of De Gea for? Yeah, <laughs> um, my favorite player. What you getting rid of the hair from? <laughs> this um, this Keen song was uh, on a FIFA, and I figured that, that it was on FIFA 07, which wow. is my favorite FIFA. That's not 13, um, and that's very yeah, rolling the it's... clock back quite far. I was six. When I first heard I was that, say, song. It's, it's well older than thirteen. Yeah. Oh, you're talking uh, about what FIFA you like, not how old it I'm is. About the FIFAs, uh, yeah. No, but I was six. FIFA, FIFA ten. And FIFA ten. Oh, that's an excellent yeah. one as well. Though that is really good. Um, Waza. But oh, we should do an episode on FIFA soundtracks. Actually, that'd be good. That'd be quite good. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. No, this song is just like really nice, and it, it, I think it's there are songs that happen actually coincidentally on FIFA soundtracks that are too nice to be on a FIFA soundtrack. And this is like one of those really heartfelt, nice love song sort of, you know, a letter to my uh, lover. We, you know, we, we have a fraught relationship, but, you know, nothing in my way. You know, it's, it's sort of like a nice thing. I don't want to go. I don't want to stay. It's conflicting. It's beautiful. The, 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 I think that the singer's name's Tom something. Don't remember. His yeah. Name. I think uh, he's got a really good ear. Yeah. He does absolutely. There, if, if anything, for a keen song, it's always easy to listen to. Again, that sort of a quality I like in songs. But um, yeah, there's just like a really nice nostalgia that I get from that. It reminds me of uh, doing the same manager mode on FIFA 07 over and over again. And yeah, I don't know. I always get a kick out of listening to that song. I could have picked somewhere only we know. Uh, but this I could be the I don't like to think about the Lily day. Allen cover. I don't like to think about it. So I didn't. No, I don't. I don't. I don't like to think about Lily Allen, to be honest. <laughs> Although, well, she has a she has a couple bangers. Too fat. She did. She did gangsters at Glastonbury with Terry Hall once. That was nice. Really. Put it in reverse, Terry. Put it in reverse. You do. You're wondering now, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm you're, wonder- wonder- you're wondering now why they never did you're wondering now. And the official reason is Terry Hall had a train to catch. Oh, yeah. I got a train to catch. Um, got a train I, to catch. I want to move on to a song that just from the title alone, I think it sets you up for a, a banger. I mean, a, a, a banger. A it's banger. called Shadow in the Frame. Yes. Oh, I'm excited to talk about this one. This is probably the most... Uh, under listened song on the list um daniel rosson is the guitarist of the band grizzly bear and he and he uh literally couldn't be any further from like i think grizzly bear was like about the the lead singer had a boyfriend who and it was a grizzly bear and he was yeah and he called him grizzly bear i think that's why um (laughs) um but daniel rosson and christopher bear funny enough that's his name um just did the soundtrack to the film past lives which everybody loves at the moment i i haven't seen past lives yet but i've listened to the sound i've never heard of it beautiful you've not heard of the movie past lives yet who's in it don't know but um (laughs) it's it's critically acclaimed to even producer joe likes it um who who's in it who's in it i don't know past lives um (laughs) (laughs) you've answered it (laughs) 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 who else who else it's a porno. <laughs> it's a porno scored by Daniel Rotten. Um, but like, I think he's one of the best guitarists I've ever heard. 
just in terms of well, and this is one of the best pornos I've ever seen. Also, but um, <laughs> this is his like uh, solo album. The band aren't really making music together at the moment. Um, but his voice is so buttery smooth, like it's ridiculous. Very vintage sounding. Like I don't know what he makes me think of, like a cottage. <laughs> like I don't I don't know how to explain that. Just a very warm, cozy wood floor fireplace this guy is sat on a chair strumming acoustic singing the song and it would be just as impactful but there is like a bit more dramatic instrumentation going on for this song and like the rest of the album is also sort of like a weird progressive folk sort of blend but there's just it's just so cozy and warm and yeah there's just I, I not enough good things to say about the guy just for his musical talent Ah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, in your little log cabin that you've imagined, mm. are you uh, in the nude? I yes, but I've got a robe on, and so does he, because we're we're just casual like that. <laughs> is Tom is Tom York in the in the nude with you? Tom York is fully he's in a butler's outfit while serving us glasses of wine while he plays music. And I'm just sat there doing this. I think I think that's gone. I think that's gone over your head again. What? What? Is, the song "Nude" is on your list. Oh, sorry. I was just so invested in Absorbed. that imagery. Yeah. What, oh, of, of being nude. Being nude. nude. From uh, in rainbows. Yeah. From the internet's favorite album. That's not a Kendrick Lamar one. Um. Yeah. Kendrick. Nude is a gorgeous track as well. Um, it's sort of like in Rainbow's emotional peak. Although they have, there are a lot of songs that are underrated on that on that album. And obviously, I've not gone for Weird Fishes, uh, just because Nude just has just this really serene atmosphere the whole time. Very hypnagogic, I think, is the word. Big word. A big one, or is that two words again? That's uh, a big one. That's, that's one big word. Don't worry. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That song is so, just very, just does its job really well. Is it safe to assume then that you really like Radiohead? That they're one of your favourites? They are. They are. <laughs> I think I've got like a Tom York side project on the list as well. I know, but I, lo- I know I love I love Radiohead. Um, Although to be fair, they uh, they might be one of my favorite bands. I don't know if they are my favorite, but like they they rarely put a foot wrong for me. They always do the job. There's always some sort of emotional connection I can find with the lyrics or the soundscapes they create. Okay, shall we move on to Atoms for Peace? Yes, the other Tom York affiliated. Yeah, music. well, that was yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. see what I did there? Do you see what I did there? That was a good segue. I like that I called it out and telegraphed it so everyone knows anyway. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, Atoms of Peace is an interesting project. I think there was like a drummer in another band that worked on it with him. And they uh, there's a lot of hits and misses on it. It's hit, like uh, A lot of hit and misses? Why are you hitting his misses? What, what? Oh, I wouldn't hit his misses. <laughs> but they, they were hitting and missing a lot. Uh, uh, but this, like, I think Ingenue is the song I chose, right? Incredible. Incredible uh, song. 
atmosphere. Well, yeah. About Iguanas. The... Iguana. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> it's injury. Um Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it because like the atmosphere is really like menacing and low frequency but it's still very like danceable weirdly even though there's like a lack of there's this very rhythmic very electronic you know has it got wisps of radiohead in it uh it kind of sounds a bit like the king of limbs that album it sounds a bit like something off of that but it's it goes in a different direction musically more so like tom york solo stuff sort of gets a bit more dancey a bit more like drum machine loop thing which i like does it does it give you good vibrations it gives me good vibrations it gives me excitations (laughs) as well this song is on a matter for for me i don't know about you it just gives you good it's vibrations that are very good and nice. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> yeah. Is that the best song ever made? Essentially. Up there. How could they have so many songs that are maybe the best song ever made? They've got so many. It's ridiculous. Good vibrations. Good, so good. Ba, ba, Everyone knows that. Good vibrations. Everyone knows that. Have you ever not felt good? Vibrations. Feel a little bit happy listening to that song there's no you can't oh my god it's so good and even like a virgin and uh brian wilson's smile voice of an angel you've got even the other version that they they rework it a little bit and it's still great it's so well orchestrated and composed and the harmonies are beautiful again it's classic beach boys there's a video of yeah. al garden i refuse to acknowledge his french sound in second name it's al garden not al, al garden al uh, brian wilson and maybe some other blokes for the 50th yeah. anniversary of pet sounds yeah, what's yeah. left of them all and the ones that still got on with each other yeah, Basically, Mike, everyone but no. Mike Love. Mike Love. Mike, Mike Knobhead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, they, they all sat down and, and they kind of stripped it all back, but still created that the magic of a Beach Boys record doing these yeah. songs again. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think Good Vibrations is one of their most upbeat, cajoling records. Definitely. Which is, which is weird, considering that most people, I think, you don't see them as like, you know, the happy, the surfing USA band, you know, they're just... Round, but round, get around, honest, I get around. They're not very positive, lyrically speaking. That like, They're not often very... Uh, I don't know. There's just not really that unbridled joy that you get from this song, you know, just like embracing it as well, fully. Yeah. But I think with a, in a in a positive way... You don't know what to focus on on a Beach Boys song because every element of it is perfection. And no, you know that it wouldn't be perfection because Wilson wouldn't allow it. Yeah. I, I, it's every time you listen to it, there's sort of a new element that you might have missed or it's every element happening at once and you can't even 
focus on it because it's just too you know you're just oversaturated with like just like completely golden notes everything about the song is perfect you know i feel like that you have to use that word sparingly but it is you know it is perfect and they have so many there are so many instances where they've just got it completely right you know good vibrations is like good vibe, vibe. very good it gives you it, it gives you good vibrations it just does it, does. it puts you in a good it mood it sets you up mm. and Absolutely. it's one of those it's one of the rare songs i think that unless you're musically inclined you got no idea how he's making that noise which one good no the many noises <laughs> the many good vibrations the many good vibrations that he's put in the song good vibrations what's the best vibration you've ever had <laughs> go, i realized which well, direction we can go now the best vibration i've ever had was uh i sat in an airport massage chair Ooh, okay that is that's quite good that's a good answer and the thing is, I've had a massage, but it's not a vibration of massage, is it? No, not really. Well, the other good vibration I had was I was about that far, and for listeners, I'm that's about a foot, two foot yep. away from uh, an amp at an idols gig. <laughs> did you, how did your eardrums bleed after that? Yeah, I was deaf for a week. That's the that's yeah. the closest I've ever been to permanent ear damage. Yeah, that's what happened to me. My eardrums were bleeding when I got home. What? After that. It wasn't good. What? Oh, no. Uh-oh. You've lost your hearing like Huey Lewis. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's all gone. I used to be a renegade. <laughs> I'm just deaf. Sorry, Huey been... Lewis has never been a renegade lion bastard. I should have. I should. Yes, he is. He's a... no. <laughs> Everyone loves Huey. Our boy Huey. Huey, what a lame name! It's oh Huey. <laughs> oh hello. That, that I hope that voice hello. comes back. Hello, Huey. It's me, Huey. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> I'm Huey Lewis, and this is the news. <laughs> Oh no! Sorry, I mean, he, he talks news. like that, but he still sings how he sings anyway. Yeah, still he like... sings like a smoker. He's not a very entertainer at like thing. No, no, but, like, he's you know, very entertainer. He's a very Butlins. Yeah. Oh, definitely Butlins. You know, oh, here comes the guy who can only sing Sinatra, and then he tries to sing like Michael Jackson covers, but as Frank Sinatra, and it sounds awful. And then another favorite is a Tom Jones tribute. Oh my god, I forgot about. Hey, Tom did you Jones. know that um, Tom Jones is is helping with the the war in Ukraine? How's he helping? He's donated a hundred thousand sex bombs. <laughs> <Wee. Very much. laughs> Do you know what? It's not unusual for me to crack a terrible joke. You'll have people think that that's what I put in my list, though. I mean, there is no Tom no, Jones. Sorry, here. there's no Tom Jones. <laughs> that is unusual, okay. though. It's not um, that unusual, I don't think. Okay, moving on. A song that I also really love. And yeah. this band is celebrating 60 years of being a band this year, moving mm. into next year. And that is Waterloo Sunset by The Kinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I've not listened to much of the Kinks either. Uh, oh, but this... you know what? They're a great band when you just want. They're a band that you need to sit down and go. I'm going to listen to the Kinks. And really? Before you delve into why you love Waterloo and its sunset. Yeah. I think I've said this before, but it was originally meant to be Liverpool sunset. Yes. Yeah. But then Ray then, Davis and, went and to Liverpool. Realized. No value in Liverpool whatsoever. So Liverpool sunset. <laughs> chilly, hey, chilly, it's evening time. <laughs> the people called Julie over there. Hey, I, Julie, and I, Peggy. Uh, <laughs> Julie, Miss Peggy. <laughs> what? Liverpool sunset. I'm in paradise. <laughs> paradise Shall is a club over there. Sha la la. Every day I will say from me winter. <laughs> chilly, chilly, it's evening time. <laughs> Scouser sunset snap. Who's just like when Lars comes in there? Oi! <laughs> you singing that song in Liverpool Oi. version. Oh, and what is it in time? What's the fuck's all that about? Going on. <laughs> we can. Uh... Well, so One day saying, he will us. We'll I'm, get too I'm big sorry, to Mr. Lars. I was just singing Huey oh, Lewis doing the Huey's news. our PR guy. <laughs> he's, a, he's our little representative. He just um, <laughs> little Lars out the way. So, sorry, Waterloo Sunset, yeah. Yeah, it's just like a really nice song, isn't it? Just very lovely. Um, has this little... I like the intro bit. Like the ding, 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 ding you know, that little bit. It's just like... And I think... I think no, as very, well the mono the mono recording makes all the difference, I think. And also I think it shows the range of the kinks really, like all day and all of the night. It's completely worlds away from a beautiful <laughs> You know, I think Ray Davis made a living out of creating one song and putting it through as many different channels as possible. But those are like cool production techniques, though, you know, just sort of messing a lot of <laughs> cool, cool production Ooh. techniques that copy what you've done before so you don't have to do anything. Do it over you. and over again. Why not? <laughs> if it works, though, that's what I'd do, probably. 